Madison. Hey. Hi, everyone. My name's hey, Travis. I'm John. And this is a podcast called Mean Girls Interrupted. A movie review podcast. Yep. It's more so, I don't know. Yes, it's a review, but it's also a synopsis. We like to spoil shit for you. Yeah, so we're going to definitely spoil a very popular, a very recently released on video or whatever it is now. Digital? Uh, Digital. Digital. Released on a streaming platform. Yeah, and it's called Disney Plus. Yeah. And what are we watching today? So, what? okay, so what we're going to be describing for all of you is this absolute mess of a movie. I'm just going to come out right on top and say Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. This movie was so chaotic, but also yeah. I didn't. I didn't there, hate it. I didn't hate it, but there were moments where I was like, what? It's almost like it's almost like the feeling of whenever H, you're like a what? Yeah, like, you know, what? <laughs> like it's a very white thing to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like also it's like uh I I get the feeling but I thought it was almost like the feeling of being so immersed in in sort of a dream in one of your dreams and then like there's a moment where you're like oh I'm dreaming and what the fuck is going on. John, can <laughs> I tell you? I'm so glad you said that cuz can I tell you I really thought no joke I thought this is going to be Jane's dream. She has fallen yeah. asleep while she's on chemo. Spoiler. Oh, that would have been great, though. Yeah, she has fallen asleep while she's in chemo. Although it doesn't really fall with the time or with the book, like the comic books, because mm. she really does become Thor and she really does die yes. from. But she dies from breast cancer. They don't touch on what cancer she has in this. Right. So, I feel like that's like a choice. But um, spoiler, the bitch dies. Um, (laughs) Disney's like, you know what? We can do all these other things, but we can't mention breasts in our movies, (laughs) which is really weird because we got to see Chris Hemsworth's amazing ass cheeks. Yeah. Honestly, his body was insane. Cover his head, though. I already told you he looks like my brother. So it's really weird. It's confusing. Yes, for you. But for me, (laughs) definitely not confusing whatsoever. (laughs) But also, let's get a little bit of hair on that body. Why is there no hair? Well, because I don't think, dude. I mean, he's I got mean, facial hair. Wouldn't it dude, be anywhere else? I don't know, though, because I'm going to tell you, um, I don't I think gods probably aren't supposed to have hair. Oh, well, that's weird. Right. Because don't they normally have everything like the depiction, like depictions of God? Sorry, my tongue is going faster than my words can escape. <laughs> Very excited. Like every depiction of gods, you never really see them with hair. They're always like hairless, super muscular. Like you can see the sleek lines so. and everything. Yeah, I'm just really not into the whole hairless, um, naked mole rat thing. Yeah, see, you know well, what I mean? It takes I mean, me I'm, out. See, and I have hairless cats, so I've come accustomed to hairless oh, things. Oh, right. You, you do currently love a couple of hairless things in your life. They're actually monsters, though. Yeah. Spe- speaking of monsters, <laughs> back to Chris Hemsworth's biceps. I had to tell you, they actually... Out of control. They made his body bigger than it's been in every other movie, and they did it purposefully. Um, I'm not yeah. really sure what the purpose was. I don't even know to make what him bigger. you had to do to he get had to eat like eight that. times a day. That's insane. Eight times a day just to keep the muscle mass. I just feel his like bo- it's just like his body torture. Insane. I feel like it's torture to get to that level. Honestly, though, I can't imagine. But hundreds of millions of dollars. Cool. Oh, why don't you tell us? Like, gonna do it. How um, much? Oh, what did right. it cost and how much did they make? Uh, yeah. So Thor Love and Thunder 
just uh, to run down the stats for you guys, it is a film that is uh, directed uh, by Taika Waititi, who uh, is reprising the Thor franchise from, of course, everybody knows Thor Ragnarok, which we have completely uh, talked about in we have. an earlier episode. So check that one out if you want our amazing uh, glowing adoration of Kate Blanchett and Tessa oh, Thompson who yeah, steal the show. Always. So, yeah. Also, Taika Waititi, let's just real quick. He is the first person to direct um, two like consecutive Thor movies. And that he'll probably sense. be doing the next one. I'm imagining. I think, it's, I think it has like historically been like a little bit of a problematic franchise with the directors and like the direction that they choose to take it in. And and I feel like there's a couple of nods to that in Thor Love and Thunder in regards to Natalie Portman's exiting of the film. <laughs> well, she had initially speaking, she had actually um, she kind of was done. She had kind of retired. But in 2019, she did yeah. voice work in the MCU, which was mm-hmm. like, OK, wait, I guess Natalie's coming back. Right. So she decided to reprise her role for this one. Right. And uh, so this is also written by Taika Waititi and Jennifer Caton Robinson. Jennifer Caton Robinson is like basically like the the brains behind the the writing operation (laughs) for this one. Uh, And also also Ragnarok, I believe. Okay. Gotcha. I could be wrong, but I'm definitely not wrong. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, obviously a Marvel film. You know what the budget was for this one? No, but tell me. Can we just talk about inflation it, for a little bit? Okay. Because it's like, I don't know what why these budgets are just getting larger and larger and larger. <laughs> this was $250 million. And we got to go back to our our major shade for a $200 million film, which was the, the gay man. Yes. The gay man, which was starring two gay men, two gay men, very fashionably outfitted in a globe trotting spy espionage, um, action. I was thinking about thing. that movie the other night, by the way. Why? And I was like, you know, cause I was thinking, <laughs> I thought about it and I was like, it's what ridiculous, happened to you where but you had to start thinking about that sobriety. John, your brain goes everywhere when you're not drinking. It's called anxiety. Yeah, it's called sobriety anxiety. (laughs) Um, So I was thinking about it. I'm like, it was a fun movie, but not $200 million. It just doesn't look like $200 million. Do you want to know why, John, this cost $250 million? Because it has five Oscar winners in it. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Wait, who are the five? five Oscar winners in it. Oh, we have Natalie Portman. We We have have Taika Waititi. Christian Bale, Wishaka YTT, Christian Bell, who won for the fighter, mm-hmm. uh, which he won a year after Natalie Portman won for Black Swan. By the way, we have um, Matt Damon, who plays it does uh, have what's, Matt Damon, has Matt Damon. And then there's Loki and then we guy have playing Loki, Russell Crowe, who plays Zeus. Yeah. That's an expensive bill. It's fucking expensive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the money went, by the that's way. Like, that's like getting your... Um, that's like getting your electricity bill in the dead of summer uh-huh. and after running the um, AC nonstop. Yeah, it is. For like an entire month and you open up that bill and you're like, holy fuck, what did we do? <laughs> oh, we hired five Oscar winners. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, they had five Oscar winners. That makes sense. Why hasn't Chris Hemsworth won an Oscar? 
Oh, right. He doesn't do anything but Thor movies. I don't think I've actually seen him do anything but Marvel. He doesn't. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't do it, though. I wouldn't do anything other than Marvel if I didn't have to. I mean, that's a very bold choice for an actor because it's like usually actors in in this action vein are kind of like, I need to branch out and show people what I can do. And he probably can't do it. And he's probably very self-aware of that. That's not true. I did see him in that movie with Dakota Johnson, which I loved, by the way. Oh, what Um, was that? Oh, my God. Gosh, why can't I remember? Uh, uh, El Royale something. Oh, oh, you you watched that? Yes. Okay, but that's like an action John, film. did you not watch that? I did not watch that. I actually recommend that you watch it. Are you it. disappointed in me? No, not really. I'm just kind of surprised that Dakota you had Johnson. Oh, John, the movie's quite good. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I really do recommend that movie. Like I'm I, gonna, I remember it being released and I was like, I should watch that, but I re- never got around to it. Yeah. Redacted and I went and saw it in the theaters and I was like, is this going to be good? And then Chris Hemsworth was in it. It's not really action. He doesn't play like an action part. Oh. He's a villain. Ooh. But obviously they kind of play into his hotness and his bodiness. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like that. He's like the thirst trap. Hollywood A-lister. Never Um, seen him in anything else. Right. It's so weird. But anyway, so um, Thor Love and Thunder is it's basically an action comedy. It is. As every Marvel film is basically that at this point. Did this movie kind of feel more like a parody than any of the others, though? For me, yes. Did it feel like a parody? It felt like a caricature of itself. Yeah, it was almost like. They gave Taika Waititi um, like millions of dollars up front, like for his salary. And he was just like, the joke's on you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So and that takes a lot of audacity, in my opinion. How much did the movie make? Oh, right. After Uh, the 250. So the opening weekend was one hundred and forty four million dollars in the grossed worldwide seven hundred and fifty five million dollars. It made its money back. So there you go. Yeah, Of course, it's always going to. Of course. Yeah. I mean, like all of your favorites are in there. But I mean, uh, so let's let's get into it. Let's definitely get into it, John. I don't know how you're going to do it because this the movie is wild. Let's preface this by saying a there will be spoilers. B, there yes. will also be blood. Um, also, like, comment, subscribe. Yes, like, comment, subscribe. And send us an email at uh, meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. And, and um, uh, just talk all kinds of shit to us. We welcome it. We love it. We will respond to you whenever yeah. we get around to circling back. Yeah. So, and we will. We'll circle back eventually. Yeah. But uh, we do need to get into this. So, um, good yeah, so, luck. Uh, we start out in. Uh, I don't even remember where we start out. <laughs> John, I truly can't remember where oh, we started. Right. The, the opening is Christian Bale as like this sort of devout, oh, weird, yes. uh, religious monk type person. Walking alien, through the desert. Alien monk type person who has pretty cool tattoos on his head. His name is Gore. G-O-R-R, by the way. Yes, and he is in the comic books. And uh, so they touch on his backstory briefly up front where he has his daughter. When we're not going to reveal who she is yet. No, we'll wait. uh, So, yeah, so she they're in the desert for some unknown reason. 
and uh, they are praying to the god that they worship for uh, water and to survive this whole thing. And guess what? His daughter dies immediately. She's so thirsty, and she yeah. says, "Dad, I'm tired." And he's she's like, like, "Dad, I'm going to touch your face." That's what she, she really does. does. She she's like, "I'm face. about." She says. He's like, okay, nap time, baby. And then the next time she's taking a nap uh, under some dirt. <laughs> under <laughs> some dirt because she's dead. She has um, passed on. And I'm, I'm, my first thought was like, that's a terrible waste of meat if you are that hungry. Literally. I yeah. mean, the Donner. Think about the Donner party. <laughs> they didn't waste a single <laughs> piece of meat. <laughs> What's the Donner party? You know what the Donner party is? No, what is that? Uh, we'll touch on it later, but uh, they Cannibalism, have, uh, obviously. yeah, they have like well, hammer inclination party. <laughs> <laughs> um, Any who's it. So, uh, yeah. So uh, after the daughter dies, he's in grief and then he immediately sees visions of an oasis. Yeah. So he goes towards that oasis and inside the oasis is uh, the, the God deity that he uh, worships. Who's like this really kind of giant looking um, golden thing. And he's like, hey, like, why the fuck didn't you, like, save my daughter? We've been asking for you. We worship you. And this god is just basically instigates. He instigates a a running theme where he's like, God's a giant and different dick. And he doesn't care if you live or die. Yep. Which is, like, true. They don't care. They just want the worship. They They want you to worship them. They're not there to help. They don't know you exist, honey. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> sorry, I got something in my throat. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yes, of course. Always. <laughs> Always something <laughs> in your throat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Christian Bale gets super cranky about it. And he's so mad. He's like, yeah. Burnt. And he's like, then why, what are you even doing here? And then, uh, the God's like, well, we just killed this other thing that was holding like this giant, crazy cursed sword. And um, but I'm now going to kill you, Christian Bale, because you're insulting to me. Yeah. And so this living, breathing sword thing starts to, like, speak to Christian Bale's mind and then uh, magically floats up into his hand while he's being strangled by this God deity. It chooses him. It corrupts and, and, uh, you know, and, you know, curses Christian Bale on the spot. And Christian Bale cuts down that god with the sword and now he becomes a vengeful god killing thing yes he is called what do they call him is he the god shadow god of the shadows god whisperer yeah the remember, god whisperer remember, yeah the god whisperer <laughs> starring um, scarlett johansson yes no so he cuts the god's head off and then essentially he becomes the um why can't i remember the name of what he is the god killer god yeah, it's like destroyer. a god, a god destroyer person. Remember like the, the cock serial destroyers? Killer. It's the cock it's destroyers, the cock but destroyers. he's the god destroyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that vibe. Um, <laughs> so he, so uh, Christian Bale has big old ditties, and then giant, huge lips, walking around in a trench coat and with a very heavy British accent. That's not true. Um, so that's the cock destroyers. <laughs> yeah, the cock destroyers. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to, um, we cut to, uh, uh, what's his name? Korg talking to a bunch of children's in a cave. And he's like, um, yeah, like we're gonna, 
we're going to talk to some children about the the history of Thor. Yes. Basically what happens in all of the other movies to catch the audience up. It's a, an obvious device to just yes. like fill us in. About, about I this. love Korg, though. So <laughs> I, lo- I love that Korg was back in this. Yeah. And Korg is the narrator throughout this entire thing. And I like yeah, Korg's great. Yeah. Korg's cool. He's very like, yeah, he has he has two dads, which he's is very great. doofy. Like yeah. he's, he's very officer doofy. Yeah. He like in every situation, he has something pretty funny to say. It doesn't he does. it doesn't get old. But um, yeah, so we we catch up like what happened with Jane Foster. Is it Jane Foster? It's Jane Foster, but they do make Jane Fonda jokes, which I do love. <laughs> yeah, they call her like uh, Jodie Foster at some point. They call her Jodie Foster. They call her <laughs> Jane Fonda. Um, yeah, like it's like a running thing where like Cork can't get the name right. Uh uh-uh. uh which I thought was goofy. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so um, yeah, we catch it up and like the, the whole falling out uh, that Natalie Portman's character had with Chris Hemsworth and why they're not together anymore. And then we cut to Jane Foster getting chemotherapy treatment at some point and yep. she's dying. She and then is. we have a very small scene with Kat Dennings and I'm like, like, Good for she her. Was, she was in it for five and a half she seconds. Was, she was a day player in this Marvel film. Honestly, I love that you <laughs> called her a day player, but also she was literally only there to advertise hot Cheetos. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like that was it. Yeah. She's like hot Cheetos. She's uh, like, here's a couple bags of chips. More specifically, your favorite hot Cheetos. And also, Which like, like, of hmm. course, like, like Jane Foster's <laughs> character never talks to anybody else, apparently, in the history of her Thor <laughs> films. <laughs> like she just I has guess Kat not. Dennings, I guess. It's just Kat. Yeah. So they're like, we have to pay her to be in this movie. What is um, her name? Darla? Darlene, um, maybe I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's I think it's Deidre or something. I can't remember. Yeah. But I guess before all of this, there's like there's like several different cold opens that go on in this movie because there's also like Thor like after his Endgame dad bod resurgence with yeah like yeah Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. He was in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie like yeah. like cut to after all that bullshit. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. basically uses Thor to do a mission that doesn't really matter to anything at all. Um, <laughs> so uh, story wise and uh, yeah, so he, he ends up, I guess it, he, it is revealed that like there are people calling for his help and he decides to do that. Yes. And he goes to he decides to be the God of help. Yeah, he's like, I'm helping people, and this ends now, is his tagline. Oh, yes, he loves his tagline, this ends now. Yeah, so I guess he goes to uh, where this help was being called from, which is like in the snowy place where this god has died, and one of his fellow Asgardians Sif. is, yeah, Sif is, is dying. And she's like, take me to Valhalla, and she, he's like, you can't technically go qualify you have to for die that. in battle <laughs> and you're not in battle right now it's like you have to die in battle you can't die afterwards and she has lost like, oh, her shit. left arm <laughs> yeah she's like Which, shit, by never the mind. way interesting <laughs> fact uh she has lost her left arm but uh thor was supposed to lose his left arm <gasps> no way. in the comics he loses his left arm after he can no longer um he's no longer worthy of milner uh, whatever the, oh, right, hammer's the hammer's name is. Yeah. And then he ends up getting his metal arm. 
If you guys ever remember Thor with a metal arm, he oh, has so we're probably a, gonna see her in the next installment with a metal arm. You might see Sif again. I mean, we do touch base later in the movie. You see her, yeah, like, but she's swinging still a sword, an arm. Yeah. With no arm. Yeah, which is a cool thing to do. Good for her. <laughs> she should have attached a sword to that missing arm. I know. Missed right? opportunity. Also, like with all this magic that goes on in these they could films, have restored like, her arm. Can't we get an arm? We could like, have just restored the arm. No, she, yeah. you know what? She's better for it. She's going to learn her Norse lessons. Yeah. Her she's Norse gonna... mythology lessons. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so she, uh, yeah, so he learns that there's like a God killer afoot. And uh, meanwhile, we cut to new, um, I was going to say Amsterdam, and that is not the case. I think we should just call it New Amsterdam. It's New <laughs> Asgard, but I like it. New Amsterdam, <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, so it's New Asgard, which is um, uh, which uh, they have come to Earth and they have made sort of like a theme park attraction city of Asgard on Earth uh, yeah. to sort of their new beginnings because we leave off uh, Thor Ragnarok with them sort of floating into space and like what's new what's gonna be next yeah what's new pussycat and then yes. they end so up they're basically earth. colonizing earth in this way and so um and they're there and the king of a uh, new asgard is valkyrie so i love <laughs> that she plays the king yeah and she's just she's just doing her thing she's like selling stuff she's like trying to make it pro as prosperous as possible for her people by being very capitalistic. <laughs> oh, you know what? She knew she came to earth and she knew and she was like, this is how we make money. Yeah. And the first time we see her place. is in an old spice commercial. She's like, yes, she's filming an old spice commercial with John. I literally was like, wow. Talk about a plug. Yeah. Talk about a tie in. A like, fucking placement. If I've ever seen one straight up old spice, I said, what she says, she says what the commercials nowadays. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Uh, anyway, so she, uh, we established very quickly that she's in control of this place, blah, blah, blah. She's like a bureaucrat in some ways. And, uh, and then they, uh, but then we see Jane Foster, by the way, she comes to new Asgard, which is yep. this theme park city. And she, um, has this idea um, to prolong her life basically by, yes. um, holding Thor's hammer Mjolnir, which of course everybody knows is shattered into pieces, uh, because of something that happens in oh, Ragnarok because, Ragnarok, because of Hela, Hela breaks it to pieces, but it's being preserved in a display sort of museum like, and she sees it and she, and then the pieces start to like shake and come back to life and then we cut away and then new asgard is uh is attacked by all the, by the god by gore christian mm -hmm. bale who What's has control of shadows which by the way can i tell you right now interesting fact <clears throat> those shadows and that sword that he has was created by i think his name is null and Noel is a symbiote like Venom, like oh, yeah. this, but they're not allowed to talk about it because they're part of a different franchise, so they can't even bring right. it up. They can't but really that, talk about symbiotes yep. in this in this part of the universe because so they, they still yeah, have they contracts with Sony. <laughs> yes, and so they can't bring it up, but those shadows <laughs> and everything, they're all a part of uh, those creatures and everything, and basically Gore at this point is now a symbiote. A symbiote. 
Yeah. Just FYI for all of you out there. Kind right. Of cool you know, I didn't link those two base. things because it's like they, they're so differentiated between like Sony's Marvel deal and uh-huh. like Disney's Marvel deal at this point. So it's like weird. Yeah. Um, I'm like, dude, are you kidding? It's right. so lame. Like, it's a very like specific contractual. It's bullshit. so lame because I'm yeah. like, dude, they're all part of the same universe, yet they're owned by different. Anyway, let's keep going. Any so shadow that. creatures take over the town. That's where we were. Right, right, right. Um, so shadow creatures. So Christian Bale's gore characters unleashes all these shadow creatures among Which I thought was cool. I thought that was yeah. a pretty cool fucking scene. I wasn't expecting like shadow creatures and they're genuinely creepy and weird. They are. They yeah, look I like cool. that. Me too. John, they, I thought about you too when that happened. That's It was very my aesthetic. It was. I thought about you because instantly. For those of you who are at home uh, who can't see me, I look like one of these shadow creatures. <laughs> yeah, he's actually hideous. <laughs> it was um, like very uncanny and I'm like, they <coughs> bitch stole my look. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah. So for all of you, yeah, truly, John, he's a monster. Yeah, I'm but just like he's a spindly spider creature talking into a microphone. Yeah, but he's very nice. If you couldn't yeah, tell, he's very nice. Fine. I'm just of that world. Yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> they they overrun the city and we over through the attack. We see like Valkyrie in action and Thor arrives just in time. And he's he's like helping out. And uh, with his axe, his axe is called what now? I oh gosh, I remember it, what the name is. They rebranded him. They rebranded him in the franchise from a hammer to like a crazy axe. Um, so uh, yeah, but then he starts hearing the call of Mjolnir. Like so, Mjolnir yeah. is a is a foot, and he's like, "What? Who's this person wielding Mjolnir?" And he's like, "It ends up being uh, Jane Foster, who's now yep. the Mighty Thor, and she looks she does. just like him. She is the Mighty Thor, and her hair looks great, by the way." Yeah, it was cool wig. Yeah, her uh, honestly, there was times when I was clocking it, and I was like, "Girl," I was like, "You know, it's human hair, but like, whatever, different hairlines, uh, cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hairlines no, were fine. not consistent. No. Sorry, <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So the the shadow people steal all of the children of the town and are taken away in a crazy tooth cage. Honestly, um, though, John, doesn't that sound amazing? A what a qui- no, not the oh, toothcake. Right. All, all the, the kids disappearing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm like, okay, mornings will be quieter. Yep, a quiet town. Um, yeah, and we the adults can just do whatever they want. Let those kids lord of the flies themselves in that tooth cage. I do not care. That's a real. I'm glad you brought that up because that is a missed opportunity at a storyline. Honestly, have, like. The children who are trapped in this cage that this like a roving like wagon cage for weeks. It's like, why not have um, a whole Lord of the Flies moment? Yeah, why not? Whatever. That would add that would have been like added to like the depth and complexity of everything. We'll just send an email. We'll, okay, just, we will. we'll write one up after this. Yeah, I have a direct line to Natalie Portman. And I'm going to send her a text. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know you're going to be in the next one. So <laughs> so can you guys maybe, you know, Listen work it out? Up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this the story kicks off. They have to like band together. Valkyrie played by the amazing. Um, I don't know why also, they understated um, Tessa Thompson in the movie like this. But I'm just going to get into it right now, if you don't mind. Oh, I don't mind. But let me okay, I have cool. to ask you a question. Yes, do it. It's super quick. 
Did she have an accent in Ragnarok? Yes. Yes, she okay, did. Okay, because John, I was... Were you jarred? John, <laughs> you I like, almost hmm? fell out of the bed. I said, what is happening here? <laughs> but apparently she had an accent. <laughs> and I just like, as soon as she starts talking, you're just like, oh. <laughs> and slip onto the floor. John, I had no clue. I was like, I feel like something is inconsistent here. And I... Like I, I feel told like you her, that. I feel like the level of her accent is a little bit different in this one. It is different. Because There's she, she goes different. She kind of goes full Adele. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. And this one, so in the last one, she was like, it was very, very much like pedestrian level, um, like English accent. And then in this one, it's like very much heightened to Adele level. Like it's think, very specific to like Tottenham or something. Do you know what? Do you think maybe it's because they are technically calling her king and now her accent is a different to kind of associate her with a higher uh, status? No, she's using not a higher status accent. Oh, oh she's using like, <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Almost. That'd be hilarious if, that, if she made that choice to do cock, like full cockney. She's like, I hello, governor. Yeah, honestly. Okay. So uh, I'm so sorry. So. Oh, yeah. So she, Tessa, so, I feel like they kind of downplayed her character. They did not beef it up as much as I wanted it to be. No, but she's so freaking hot in this movie, too. I know. But, like, I, I was glad to receive the Tessa they gave us. Me, too. Anything with happy. her in it. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm great. Yeah. Oh, speaking of with things with her in it, she is currently, well, not maybe not currently, but she is one of the judges of the Venice Film Festival. So she is, what? like, on. She is. Yeah. So she's on every major red carpet every single night with a completely different yet amazing fucking look. John, you only sent me one look. Can you send me the rest? I mean, it's too many to count. Yeah, I know, but you can do it. I believe in you. I'm sure you can go (laughs) over to Instagram where it's already documented. No, I like it when you send them to me. It just feels more personal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like it's from her. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Uh, So Tessa Thompson is our best friend. And um, honestly, though, I wish. No, like her looks are like fucking crazy good. That red look was unreal. Yeah, but she is like stealing every single red carpet because she's a judge at Venice Film Festival. And like, yeah, check it out. God, to be a fly on the wall at the Venice I mean, Film Festival. Tessa Thompson is just killing the game. No joke. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So they embark. <laughs> uh, so King Valkyrie, uh, the mighty Thor, Thor, Natalie Portman, Thor and um, uh, what's his name? Korg. They all embark on a journey with two screaming goats pulling a wagon. By the way, can I tell you, (laughs) those screaming goats, we forgot to mention. You'll find out when Thor gets his goats, but they're real. You hear them every single time you see them. John, it actually cracked me up every time something yeah. happened and they started screaming. That was I thought pretty, that was so funny. It was very, very funny. But and I have to tell you, they have names and I can't, something Nasher, Tooth Nasher, Tooth something and Tooth Nasher, something crazy like that. But yeah. in the comics, Thor actually eats his goats. He finds <laughs> them okay to eat and then with his powers, he regenerates them. Interesting. So he always has his goats. Although they nod to that, that they can be eaten. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So they are screaming goats. Goats are are hilarious. They are gifted to him after he like saves the 
the society in the very beginning. I wouldn't really call it saving. He basically yeah, destroyed the whole <laughs> Right. And so they get him with these two really obnoxious screaming goats. They're like, you giants. can't take him back. No backsies, he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they are like wild screaming goats. And they, yeah, they're screaming all throughout this movie. And it, it, it did make me giggle every time. Because like they, at one point they crash into. Yes. Fucking, when they, that's they when I laughed out loud, dude. I was like. <laughs> They're just screaming. <laughs> and one of them saves uh, Korg's uh, still alive face by sn- snatching yes. it up and then screaming while he does it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was good. It was well timed. But anyway, so they have to save these children uh, from uh, Christian Bale, as you do. And they, uh, but first, they got to do something before that, which they is have they have to. to receive, they have to receive the backing of all the other gods. Um, in, in this place where all the gods hang out mm-hmm. and they go there. What and is they, that place called? I forgot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's and the so one. <laughs> they, they, they go there incognito for some reason. I can't compute. I can't remember why they had to be incognito. Because some of them weren't gods. They were as guardians. So they oh, had right. to. Because Korg's god was there sitting on a throne of scissors, by the way, which is a reference to rock, paper, scissors. That's amazing. And how rock beats scissors. <laughs> so when you see Korg's god, so Korg. And you have Valkyrie, who is a Valkyrie, who is mm, not a god. They not have a to god. Be, uh, so that's why they sorry. have to sneak in in tie dye robes. Yes, which I did love the robes, though they looked very comfortable. Cool, but it's also they looked like something that you could buy at Walmart or Target. Oh, they were, dude. They were very. It was very, like a Coles moment where I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was giving me spirit Halloween. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, uh, so they. They sit down in this big old room and Zeus is like the god of the gods and like uh, he also wields thunder. So yeah. Yeah. And so then. Uh, yeah. So what's what's his name again? Thor. He. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He ends up uh, taking the stage to ask for help and plead for help. But he is like uh, disrobed. Yeah, he is. He's disrobed for sure. <laughs> no awesome. clothes. Yeah, and so on Zeus's little platform thing, you see all of his little uh, wives and also two dudes. And I'm like, good for you guys. Honestly, this was the gayest one yet. And I loved I loved that yeah. this um, they leaned into the bisexuality of everybody. And I liked that. Well, yeah, because that was kind of how it was. Like anything goes, especially right. in like Greek mythology. Yeah. And they, they talk about an orgy and how like uh, mm-hmm. Zeus basically uninvites Thor to the orgy, the Thorgy. Yeah, Thorgy Thor. That's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, come on the show, Thorgy. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I, what I are love you, it. What are sure. you doing? What um, are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the uh, uh, access is denied to the access help. Access denied. Well, he yeah. really, for real, Zeus is like, we don't really care. Those gods weren't good enough anyway, the ones that have been taken. Right. So he's like, no one can get here. This place is secret. So and then what happens to raise the tension? Zeus Zeus exposes uh, another himself. Yes, he exposes himself <laughs> to everyone. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then he like he basically was just like, yeah. So um, Gore is definitely not gonna get to uh, the Eternals. So. Yeah. He's like, they're not going to get to the Eternals. And then they're like, well, if you guys aren't going to join us, can we at least borrow your lightning bolt? 
Yeah. So, he's like, also no. So yeah. Valkyrie is like, are we going to do my plan now? Which was to just like basically rob the place and oh, get out of there. Which I love about her. <laughs> yeah. And so they do that. And I liked this, this like action sequence where it's like, uh, they're killing all of these other God soldier things. And like yes. they have they have golden blood and they use the fact that it's gold and not red to like make it as bloody as fucking humanly possible. Well, actually, no, no. I, I can tell you right now why it's Do gold. it. Yeah. Because um, and no, it's not even to get away with the blood. So these guards and everything are believed in mythology to have a substance in their body called Ikor. Like I-Core, E-Core, which is a How gold substance. How the fuck do you know this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did you clock that don't, don't worry about it. So, What's this encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge that I love coming so, through right now? Tell me more. So it's not even about them getting away with it. They truly have a gold substance running through their bodies. But yeah, but the level of violence but that they, they utilize away with it because was of that. great. It's like, it's, like uh-huh. this, it's like this crazy like Kill Bill style bloodbath. Like, oh, it was great. <laughs> they're getting splattered with gold yeah they're like cutting off heads and uh anyway so they they steal so valkyrie steals the thunderbolt so she wields the thunderbolt now which i thought was cool but not before not before she throws it through zeus's chest oh right she basically does a kill shot to <laughs> zeus and, uh, and then they they hightail it out of there with the with the um in their new asgardian the whatever boat boat. it's her boat it actually that boat represents a sea monster it's named after a uh greek or is it no not greek a north norse mythology monster by the way yeah and it's being pulled by the two screaming goats but which are who are (laughs) also riding the bifrost projected in front of it by um uh, thor's very jealous uh axe thing And, and they are jealous. It, <laughs> they, it's jealous. They, they understand. They, uh, just like you said about the sword that was calling out to Gore, they do understand. They just can't yeah. speak. Right. So they are sentient beings, which I thought was which cool. Which is crazy and cool. Which I thought was nice because it's like um, it gave personality to Mjolnir, uh, his crazy axe. And uh, because like Thor, once he sees that Mjolnir is working and stuff, but sort of like. Uh, yeah, so his axe starts to feel jealous of that whole dynamic. It does, and I like that. The axe is like, the axe is mad, huh? Yeah, the axe was very <laughs> upset. And uh, so, and I thought they, they did it really well. So, anyway, um, uh, with, through all the chaos, we are now, uh, we have Zeus's bolt. We're on, we're in outer space. We are traveling towards this uh, shadow planet where the, where the kids are. Yeah. And I, I like the shadow planet. I liked it too. And so they do end up crash landing into it very arbitrarily. Which um, you see the planet is actually quite small because when the boat hits it, you're like, why is it hanging off so far? <laughs> yeah, it is like it is so it's comical, it, dude. It's right. It's like comically small. But also it's a visual homage whenever they're walking on it. Yeah. Uh, you can see them like traversing basically mountains. <laughs> they're like these giants in the thing and, and it's rotating while they're doing it. It's an homage to um, like film history, by the way. Oh, yeah. So like I don't remember exactly what it was, but there is a very iconic um, sort of mid-century film where this woman is stranded on Mars, basically, and she starts walking across it. And it's a tight ty- it's like a, a smaller sphere. and 
and it is moving while she's staying center focus. Wait, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it was like a visual homage to that. Okay. I like that. That's good. I like when they tie little things in like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. And then so they end up getting into so they, they, they find the wagon. All the children are gone. And uh, they they discover through this whole thing. Uh, well, they end up getting captured through the shadows from Gore. And then they like have this whole moment where they're like, who's going to die? And they're in black and white. Yeah, they're, they're suddenly in black and white, which I thought was cool. I thought it was cool. But uh, Valkyrie does make mention of it, how that planet is colorless. So it's something you blink and you miss it. She talks about the planet that Gore is on and it be and it's colorless and it has to do with like the light and the reflection of shit happening on there. Yeah. So everything becomes monochrome. Basically. And then you realize that you you sort of realize that this entire time uh, Christian Bale has been in grayscale the whole time. He kind of has because there's really no difference. And all you see his eyes and you're like, yeah, oh, they completely did him in grayscale after he gets. infected by the symbiote which i Um, love yeah so this movie is full of subtle details it is crazy chaotic it is insane so long story short they have a very cool action sequence but um it turns out the thor's axe is the key to um unlocking eternity because once christian bale gets to eternity he's able to make one wish um to be granted by eternity and they assume that he's going to wish for all the gods to die which he um, was going to. And then Thor, basically. Yeah. So um, a crazy big climactic thing, which involves uh, several different things. Kids, a lot's they, going they on. Ca- they got the kids back and then Thor gives the kids <laughs> magic power. Yeah, he like grants them the, the, the mighty Thor magic and the kids completely demolish the, the shadow monster army up against them. Which was and pretty cool. One wields one wields a weapon that is a teddy bear. Yeah, that little black girl was so out of cute, eyes. dude. Her eye was like... <laughs> yeah, and then uh, one is like... It's a very cute moment, but at that moment I was like, is this a children's movie? I guess Honestly, they're all children's movies. They kind of are. Like yeah. you said, they have to appeal. What did you say? It's the four... It's a four-quadrant movie. A four-quadrant. That's yeah. what it has to be. Although, it does say orgy and you literally see like so if they say the juiciest this, cakes yeah you see juiciest cakes um uh and but also like they this what this was like high level language for a marvel movie i think yeah. they were saying shit left and right they were john i noticed that too i said this is the most i've ever heard like swear words used within like the marvel within the, yeah yeah and, and i think it was so to have like to have like a children's tone vibe at that point was like okay so this is like one of those this is like an adult children's movie honestly all of those kids know worse words than we do they've I been know, studying they're on the internet honey john they're writing new definitions in urban dictionary yeah if they are on tiktok they are rated our children oh, they're rated our children <laughs> i love that rated our children <laughs> <laughs> so, um uh any who's it uh yeah, so um, Christian Bale does unlock uh, eternity, but at the same time, at another point in time, uh, it's revealed that as long as Jane Foster is not holding that sword, she reverts back to her cancer dying ways. Yes. So she basically sacrifices herself to um, destroy the symbiote sword using yes. Milner and destroying Milner. So then she's like dying. They're both 
So Christian Bale's in front of Eternity, which I thought was a very cool visual effect. Me too. I thought that was great. Also, the lighting, however they did the lighting and the CGI yeah. in there. They're like I in was this like, white this is, space with like a water ground. And but then, like the sky too in the background yeah. with the water. And John, that was great CGI. I'm like, that was a good use of money. Dollars. That yeah. was a good use of money right there. Yeah, for sure. And it looks great. The whole movie looks great. It really Especially does. Especially whenever they're traversing space. Very Honestly, cute. it really does. The movie. Delicious. Yeah. I would Delicious. lick it. Yeah. <laughs> you ate that. Oh, they <laughs> ate it. <laughs> but uh, so uh, Christian Bale does a twist and uh, he wishes for his daughter to come back to life. Yes. But he's the I think there's a price where he dies. He does die and he doesn't want to bring her back because he's worried. He's like, there's no one to take care of her. And as Jane Foster's dying, she's like, yes, there is. There is someone to take care of her. And, and guess what? Thor. Thor. Thor is going to do it. And then he's like, what? OK, cool. Yeah. Um, he's like, fine. And then he croaks immediately. Yeah, so Christian Bell. Not for Christian Bell. Yeah. Um, and his daughter is there and she has godly powers having come back from uh, eternity yep. or whatever. She was wished back and she now is a god character. Yes, and that makes sense. Yes. Um, so they <laughs> uh, Jane Foster also dies in this moment and she breaks into like a million gold flakes. Luster dust. She becomes luster dust. She turns dust. into luster dust. And then so it's just Thor and this little girl and they're just like, so now what? Um, and then uh, we cut to the end. So like in New Asgard, um, uh, Valkyrie is training the children who have uh, won an yes. epic battle. And she is now like building, rebuilding her Valkyrie army, essentially. Yes. And child labor. Child so. labor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then we cut to, uh, Thor and, uh, the little girl and she's precocious, but she wields Milner now. Yes. And so, and he holds the ax. And so they, they are just doing their whole Thor adventure journey. And then it, we, we reveal that, uh, her name is love. Yes. And so her name is love. Essentially they are legendary peoples known as love and thunders though thor love and thunder thank you very much yep, thank thor, you or love and thunder that's why Nailed and that's it. it yeah honestly that was pretty good thank especially you. because that movie really was it was it you jumped. really can't get into the details otherwise we'd be here all day like, we can't get into the details because they really are they happen so quickly and everything just jumps when i truly say this movie is, was a mess it is chaos, but it's a funny mess, though. You it know is. What I mean? It's a good mess. I don't mind it. It's a mess and it's chaotic, but in yeah. a good way. Yeah. And it's like the jokes land. It's it's almost they like do. watching 30, 30 rock level humor where it's like it's yes. every one second. It's like, honestly, and it <laughs> it's was almost great. like they did a joke pass of the script and they're like every page there needs to be at least 10 jokes. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> So, I thought it was cool. I really love that they touched base on um, on like the sexuality of these people about yeah. uh, Valkyrie and him straight up. What's the rock guy's name? It just escaped me. Uh, Korg. How Korg talks about his two dads and how they hold hands over a, um, a volcano over a volcano <laughs> and they make a baby. And then um, how uh, Valkyrie is upset that her girlfriends have died. Yeah. Um, you know, she, stuff like uh, so, this. Yeah. So we, instead of it being understated, like Thor Ragnarok, it's explicitly talked about, which I thought they was nice. They don't shy away from it. 
Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, because so King Valkyrie like even talks about her polyamory. Yeah. It's not polyamory. It's something else. What is it? Oh, um, I'm it's a I don't pans- know. pansexuality. Oh, yes. Being yeah. with anyone. Yeah. Which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not going to gossip here. I'm not oh. going to gossip here today. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's not. I'm not going to gossip. Okay, we won't. I'm not going to gossip. But are you sure? Do you, do you really? You don't want to? I don't want to. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> Tessa Thompson is my best friend. I actually I don't do love that. her. John, how dare you? I'm sorry. Did you Travis, just, to talk to you? <laughs> am I being replaced by Tessa? No, you're not being replaced. You're being added to. I'd be. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. I'll take it. Okay, cool. I'll take it. I can accept this. Right. So this is this is the whole jealousy um, element of the movie that we're getting into with the with the sentient uh, mm-hmm. weapons of theirs. Yes. There's a whole like sort of thing. And it's also and I feel like that's also a theme basically unconsciously of like uh, pansexuality between all this whole group of heroes and how well, maybe there, there's enough love for everybody. Honestly. <laughs> so don't be jealous. Yeah, don't be jealous. All this love can go around. But yeah. overall, I mean, I guess like overall, what did you like? What did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. There were times where I was like where like tone wise i was like what are we even doing right now it felt the thing is it's like to me there were moments where and i i was i was quite <laughs> drunk yesterday yeah and when i watched this and the storyline the storyline story seemed to choppy. be second the storyline seemed to be like very back burner non-priority issue yeah and it was like it was because they had like very arbitrary like in uh like stakes being raised and well, nothing really made sense logic wise, but it was all sort of just like a, a, a plate, like a platter set for, it was almost just like a conduit for like all the zany weird shit that they wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is cool. And I appreciate that, but it felt like what they wanted to do was just get to the end. It didn't yeah. feel like, I mean, it jumped so many times to these things where I felt like, uh, whoa. I'm like, it could have, I mean, look, we had the whole hella thing with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. This whole story could have been dragged out. I think, I think it could have played out easier, yeah. but there was a lot to fit into it. So, yeah. And I feel like they really did want to focus on the chaos of, it was of like the Taika Waititi version of this world. It was so chaotic. Yeah, like I feel like that was a, a direct choice to like put the story on back burner and just like fill it with like the craziest shit you can possibly imagine in, which, in an MCU. And I'm going to tell fine. you, like, it was I didn't like, mind it. I thought the visuals were great. Yeah, there the were visuals moments. were very, very good. I will say this for any of you out there who have not watched this movie. Mm-hmm. I probably would not go into this movie stoned. Um, I probably would not have more than <laughs> maybe wouldn't? one or two drinks. No, because for me, when I was watching it, I was Did like, you get dizzy. Did you get dizzy? <laughs> it felt, it did felt a little dizzying to be honest, mm-hmm. but I also was like, okay, I have to try and focus now on this new thing on this new thing. It worked. It was fine. It was great. I love the visuals. I clearly love the characters. Like I think the characters are great. 
Yeah, I kind of really want a Valkyrie standalone. Me as well. But I like, will say this about Jane Foster's storyline. That felt very like, well, <laughs> like this is. Oh, did you watch the, the, the post credit mid credit I did, thing? the post and mid and mid. Yeah, they had like two. So they what did. was the first one again? It was like. So the last one, I so the first one was um, Jane Foster getting to uh, Valhalla. And uh, Heimdall's there, who died during Endgame. Yeah, and he welcomes her to it because she died in battle. She died in the battle. Mighty Thor. So she's like very much living another life in another dimension, basically. Which is kind of amazing. Like, good for her. And I'm like, yeah, so will she's we see her again? Good. Yeah, because they explicitly say Thor she will it? be back. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it says Thor will be back. They leave no question about it. There's going to be a Natalie Portman, mighty Thor situation. And then at the um, end, we have um, we forgot to mention. Yes. At the end, the post credit scene is Zeus, who you thought died because right. his, because his thunderbolt went through his um, went chest. through his chest. He is there with but he's Hercules. just weakened. Yes. Yes, and Hercules, who is played by none Brett other than Goldfield or Goldman uh, or Brett Gold, Goldstein. Goldstein. So I knew it. He's from Ted Lasso fame. He's, and yeah, when I saw him yeah. standing up on that podium, I said, "Girl, uh-huh. mm-hmm. for one and a half seconds." One and a half seconds, John. Yeah, I was just like, it didn't hmm. take much. I was like, oh. Did your did your basement flood at that moment? Oh yes, the basement flooded. Yeah, John, I was paddling out. I was just like, why didn't I get to see this in the movie? Right. So Hercules is going to be time. coming for Thor. Hercules is coming for Thor for vengeance, and looking pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Russell Russell Crowe plays Zeus. By the way, just for all yeah. of you who wanted to, he did know. a very funny job. He did, but you want to know? Taika Waititi made him. Um, made him do all of his lines in an English accent as well as a Greek accent because Russell Crowe... They probably didn't know how that was going to (laughs) play. They didn't. Well, Russell Crowe initially wanted the English accent uh, Mm. for it, but he decided at the end that the Greek accent worked better for Zeus, which obviously... Yeah, but um, also like ethnically questionable. I mean, it's what it is. I mean, Russell Russell Crowe is, uh, he's from New Zealand. It was probably a difficult. Oh, that for makes him. sense. That makes sense. It was yeah. probably difficult for him to. There maybe is a get lot of accent. New Zealand here, by the way. Yeah, there was. Yeah, because obviously Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi is, is from New Zealand. He injects a lot of uh, New Zealand into the things that he does, which is cool. So, which I, I like. But, but yeah, Brett Goldstein is a fabulous Hercules, unexpected Hercules, uh, to say the least. However, very unexpected, pleasantly surprised. Honestly, he's very attractive, too. I like, had no clue I'm who showing he was. up for that. I'm showing up for that. John, can I tell you, I Googled who it was afterward. I said, who the hell is this? And you're like, where have I been all my life? Yeah. Um, because he, yeah, he won like, I think he's on like one, one or two Golden Globes or whatever for Ted he Lasso. Has? Yeah, so every single time he's on the red carpet, I'm like, okay. And also in Ted Lasso, I'm like, okay. I've never seen him on either of those things, the red carpet or Ted Lasso. You should see him in Ted Lasso because I think you would be like, okay. Is that a good show? It's okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But Brett Goldstein Goldstein is worth the price of admission, honey. You know what? That's fine. I can get into it. Listen, I can accept that. Just search it on Google. Yeah, I already tried to I I tried to find some explicit mm. photos. 
there aren't any. Just for all of you out there who want to know, there aren't any. Yeah, if you're uh, for all the hot male celebrities out there, um, just know this: that if Travis finds you even remotely attractive, he will will do explicit Google searches. So if there is anything out there, it will be exposed. (laughs) It will be exposed only to me, though. We will sleuth. I I will tell John about it. (laughs) (laughs) We have a yeah, we have our own like Discord server. It's just just us on Discord. There's (laughs) we have we have explicit (laughs) celebrity things. We have foregone text messages and we are just using Discord for the fun of it. So you will be haunted by those terrible choices you made. Just let you know. In our minds, they will be haunting my mind. Yeah, I you know, I really want Tessa Thompson to haunt my mind. Honestly, she's very, very she's so talented and she's so I, beautiful. I have a very unhealthy obsession with Tessa Thompson. And can we just talk about that for the last few minutes? Well, we can, except for uh, we do have to get <laughs> we can, but yeah. we do have to get into the rotten tomatoes oh, okay, at all. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh anyway, so yeah, so rotten tomato tomatoes, if you will. Oh, uh, I won't. i had like okay it makes sense because it's like the tomatometer is 65 percent who is that's not good that's still fresh for some reason is that audience uh no that's the that's the critic critic oh yeah uh it's still fresh you know it's (laughs) not almost rotten but i mean like but going to school 65 if you got a d like you could not pass no, a 65 was not a passable grade. Like D's were basically F's unless things have changed. But anyway, um, and the audience score is 77% a high C. Oh, which do you is remember high underrated C? high C cola? I was going to say, do you remember high C? High C. What was it? Was fruit punch? Yeah, they had the high C fruit punch, which was too sweet. But John, one drink was good enough. Also, yeah. it always left your lips and mouth stained. Yeah, if you drank it from the can. From Why the, did that guy have moose horns? What? Do you remember the mascot <laughs> having moose horns for high C? Oh, yeah. I guess maybe it was like a Rocky and Bullwinkle type of situation. I don't know. It's very furry. So this episode is sponsored by, by high furries. C. Oh, high furries. C. <laughs> yeah. Furries holding high C. Yeah, yeah. Furries fucking while holding and drinking high C. Yep. With their little fruit punch mustaches. Yes. Uh, so 76% basically. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so the critics consensus is in some ways Thor love and thunder feels like Ragnarok redux, but overall it offers enough fast paced fun to make this a worthy addition to the MCU, but they're still giving it a 65%. Sounds like they liked it. (laughs) Mm, I think they liked it enough, right? They're like just being nice. Um, yeah. And so the audience consensus is, even though Thor Love and Thunder's constant silliness makes it hard to invest in the more serious sides of the story, there is still plenty here to enjoy. So that's a good point. Because it's true. There are very serious themes that are explored. I was going to tell you, this one was a lot darker than the other ones I kind of recall. Yes, because you do get children dying. You do get the theme of like being abandoned by an indifferent God. Like there's a religious theme. It's like, no matter how much you pray, it ain't going to happen. And the dude truly in the beginning is like, sorry, we're not here for you. You're here for us. Yeah. So it's like, we don't care if you live or die. 
which is a, a feeling of it's a grief feeling. Yeah. Um, uh, the yeah. So it explores grief in a lot of ways. But yeah, those those things are sort of diminished by the crazy, goofy, um, non sequitur ness of this movie. For, so, Travis, out, out of, of uh, how, out of how many uh, dumpling gods? Out of 10 dumpling gods. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. And out I wanted ten. more. <laughs> the god of dumplings <laughs> yeah. is this cartoonish dumpling inside of a spoon. Yeah, it's really hilarious, actually. <laughs> so out of 10 dumpling gods, I'm going to give this movie a seven. I'm not uh, going to give it a seven yeah. and a half. I'm going to go between 65 and a 75. This is a and, seven. And tell us why. Tell us why. And the reason why is because I agree with both the critics and the audience. <laughs> yeah. There were moments in this movie, like, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful. Obviously, it's $250 million. They spent it well. It yes. has some really cool elements. But honestly, I just, for me, I really, really would rather just have the story be less choppy. I hated, I kind of, I shouldn't it, say I hated <sighs> It, it, felt disjointed and it, felt, yeah. it felt disjointed and it felt like they just wanted to get to the end. Right. It was almost like an obligation to do this movie uh, right. because and so it just. Yeah, there, there's a seven. way to take. Right. Yeah. For me, it is also it is it is a seven out of ten um, delicious cakes. <laughs> they were quite. Yeah, quite good. That back. Yeah. You could just put that on pause. Honestly, you could put it on pause and you could, you could tell just, your friends that you're not looking at his cheeks look, and you that you're put looking it on pause and it's like two or three frames. Put it on pause because it's not going to be blurry. No, perfect framing. Also, and then just like uh, cancel all your plans for the night. Cancel all your plans. Um, <laughs> and then just hang out with that on pause. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. You know, we're not telling you what to do with your time or your body, but like. Right. But you, know, you can just put that on pause. Taika Waititi has given you an opportunity that you should take. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, seven for me. Seven. And uh, that's basically it. And I feel like I, I do think that it could have. Like, just for some reason, toned down the silliness. A little bit. Is it that my like, note? I think it's a good note because like we talked about earlier, it kind of felt like a parody. Right. It didn't I, feel. I do desire like sort of serious drama in my superheroes and like, like dark drama. And so it's like, whenever I get that in a superhero movie, I'm like, yes, this is like the comics. It's getting dark. Yes. And so this was doing that, but it was way overshadowed by a lot of crazy shit, which was also pretty funny though. So it's like a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword, but also, yes, I love the screaming goats, but let's, um, and let's keep those in, but also let's tone it down just a little. Yeah. Taika I'm with you. We know you're listening. I'm with you. I'm with you on it. And don't get me wrong. It was good. And yeah. I would watch it again if it was on. It was good. So it wasn't great. It, it wasn't, wasn't great, but it was good. Yeah, it was. So good. if you want to watch it, it's on Disney Plus now. Go watch it. We're sponsored it by Disney Plus. Clearly, that's all we ever point. talk about. Yeah. Until we get that cease and desist letter for them. <laughs> for us lying about being sponsored by them. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, at least give us a cut of the uh, merchandise sales. Yeah, honestly, that's all I could think about whenever I was seeing Natalie Portman in that uh, Mighty Thor costume. Like yeah. she had like different variations of it. I'm like, they are selling action figures at Walmart. Honestly, 
And I'm like, I would buy that if I were a kid. But you but can I'm buy not. it now as an adult. You know what? I don't, I don't need to regress that hard. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I would. Are you regressing hard? <laughs> I've, I've regressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, Travis, we're out of time already. I know. Sucks. Yeah, it does, actually. But that's I okay. What, I wonder what we're going to watch next week. I don't know, but... We I'm, canceled what we were going to watch because this dropped on Disney+. Plus. What were we, we going to watch? Oh, we were going to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and I haven't watched the first <laughs> one. <laughs> I hear... Okay, so I hear, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is sort of like... It's sort of one of those things where Paddington 2 is actually considered a perfect screenplay. And... In ways that like, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is taught in schools as a perfect screenplay. I mean, John, that movie is amazing. So there Pee-wee's are also Big Adventure is a fantastic. It movie. is. It is. <laughs> it's a fantastic. But, so Sonic movie. the Hedgehog 2 is sort of like sort of being dropped into that canon of like weird films that you wouldn't expect are perfect movies. OK, should we do you want to do it? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll let's it. okay let's we'll do get that it over one. with <laughs> we'll get it over with maybe i'll watch the first one just for fuck's sake i mean maybe um, you can miss it yeah i'm probably gonna miss it okay. <laughs> i'm probably gonna miss it uh, I'll so tune in just next week for second. sonic the hedgehog 2 and then the following week i don't know but guess what what i mean hocus pocus is coming out john oh we're gonna have to do it october's coming up and we need to plan out our yeah, october October is gonna be all horror spooky ooky yep realness witches even if it's not horror it's going to be in a halloween vibe oh yeah so tune in you may be even prepared. get two episodes a week i don't know we're not even sure yet you might get an extra episode every week throughout the month of october talking about ooky spooky witches and yeah, and, and worms. skeletons and worms, worms yeah. and ghosts <laughs> and like vampires, possibly. <laughs> we don't know. No, we're not sure, but you're going to have to tune in to find out. <laughs> but in the meantime, Trav- uh, Travis, yeah, I'm going to have to see you at the movies. Well, I guess this we got to the point, John, where I'm going to need you to roll the credits. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>